I love your description of the difference between vegan and plant-based. Let me tell the listeners what your take on that is. Yeah, so I think, I mean, first of all, we have to understand that veganism is an ethic, first and foremost. It is the, you know, refraining from utilising any kind of animal products, whether it be for food, consumer goods, clothing, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if someone tells me, for the majority of people who kind of adopt that more of an ethical standpoint, you know, and I've got obviously respect for people who do that, provided that they don't, you know, push it in people's faces. I think we do have to remember that they may not be considering optimizing their diet as a part of that they might just think i'm going to just remove animal products from my plate and remove animal products from my shoes and things like that and i'm happy to go ahead and survive on you know oreos or you know vegan nuggets or all these other processed you know replacement foods that we're seeing nowadays there's there's nothing wrong with that if people want to do that that's fine but as i said being vegan tells me what you don't eat but being plant-based whole food plant-based as we call it tells me what you do eat that tells me that you're prioritizing you know removing animal products from a perspective of trying to optimize your health um and that would include a, a variety of fruits vegetables nuts seeds whole grains and legumes those are the foods that you're going to be prioritizing every single day and you can add like mushrooms in there and a few other bits as well so i think if someone tells me that they're plant-based and they focus on the health side of things and that's and, and it could be an extension of their ethics you know i, I know you know many people who are ethical vegans but eat a whole food plant-based diet so that's you know that's because that, that's very clear in terms of how they want to do both sides of things and i think that's great you know i do i do worry sometimes for the i guess the people who are just primarily vegan who maybe aren't you know they remove meat from their plate and automatically think that that's you know the job done of course from an ethical standpoint that's you know they're, they're serving themselves well but from a nutritional standpoint because you also have to look after yourself in my opinion i think it's a really good idea to be a healthy advocate and a healthy champion for your cause you know you you wonder if you're you know oreos and all these different foods which are technically animal free but are devoid of any nutrition so there can be a big difference between the two and i guess it's just a case of how people approach it really well this is the thing i think that <laughs> It's often the case where, you know, someone decides to shift to a plant-based diet and they might be eating some of these meat alternatives. You know, people might start to think, oh, you know, it's just all vegans eat is junk food. And I think the reason why that that perspective or that, that perception exists is because of the aggressive marketing of a lot of these, you know, vegan replacement meat products. Like you can go on, if you go on the, the underground in London, for example, you'll see adverts for, you know, this is bacon, some vegan bacon, and you'll see adverts for these other impossible burgers and all of this other stuff. And what that's doing is it's kind of building the picture that anyone who decides to go vegan is going to eat these foods in these foods only. And a lot of people do. And I, I don't think that's a very good strategy because the, the likelihood is, is that, you're not really going to get the key nutrients that you do need to actually feel any kind of, you know, you to feel decent on a plant-based diet. And then you might end up just going, you know what, I'm just going to go back to what I felt was, you know, normal for me. So that's really it. And I think, look, I think one of the things is that people need to understand is that it's going to become over the, over the years, as, as you know, all these more meat products come out or more meat alternative products come out and all these other vegan replacement foods come out, it's actually going to be, if you're not aware and you have, if you don't have the discernment, it's actually going to be quite difficult to become or to be a healthy vegan, if, particularly if you're starting out, because you're just going to be bombarded with, oh, eat this bacon or, you know, do this vegan chicken or whatever it may be. So for me, I think the best way to do 
a diet that's free from animal products is to focus on the whole foods. Be be a champion, healthy champion of the cause. Even if you know you are someone doing it from a primarily ethical standpoint, you're going to feel great. And actually, what you're going to do is you're going to radiate a certain. You know, you might not want to radiate a certain level of health, but naturally, you know, if you're going to be, if you're going to start to speak about something that's passionate that you're passionate about. You also want to radiate that as well, because it's one thing to speak about something. But if you actually look the part, if you actually, you know, are the example of what you're of what you're demonstrating, then people are more likely to maybe listen to you. Do you know what I mean? So and I think that's that will be done if you focus on the whole foods, the fruits, getting the vegetables in nuts and seeds, whole grains, legumes. Like these are foods that are going to provide you with a ton of nutrients Um and different different ways to find you know different ways to get used to cooking as well so and again that's one thing that i, w- I was never a cook before i went plant-based and now i'm creating all these recipes which is crazy so if someone i mean obviously we've got veganuary and a lot of the, the trouble is with that it's great because it makes people think but again a lot of people will reach for the convenience if someone was really thinking right whether for ethical reasons for health reasons whatever reason it might be i really want to get into this where would you suggest they start um i would suggest that they start because i don't think many people be able to go cold turkey like i did i think that's quite a that's a big ask for a lot of people i would say focus on one meal and getting that done in a whole food fashion so even for example something like breakfast oatmeal is one of the easiest things that you can do one of the most nutritious once if it's prepared properly of course and you you know go for maybe like organic or even sprouted oats if you can and adding just so many different toppings like the pumpkin seeds the hemp seeds blueberries which we all know are super beneficial for your brain and inflammation and just maybe just make that a habit see if you can perfect that get that down to a t and then maybe get two or three others kind of easy recipes under your belt you know maybe utilizing foods that you've that you've kind of experienced with before um so and, and then trying to just kind of incorporate them into different recipes and using the you know the inspiration that's out there on social media and also say that one of the biggest and most important things is to just accept that it's going to be it's not going to be a lifestyle that's going to cater to convenience if you want to do it properly and if you want to do it well and thrive you have to get used to cooking you have to get accustomed to the fact that you'll be cooking a lot more than you ever really would but what that will do in turn is that will bring you closer to your food i think cooking is one of the most powerful things that you can do it's right i'm taking control of everything that's going onto this you know into this chopping board into that frying pan and then onto my plate and then into my body you know what's in there and there's something really really powerful about that so i think that's really important that people understand that cooking is really the way forward and as you say veganuary is great and all that i, I do you know I've, I've been making some recipes for veganuary but there's something about the you know the, the process side of things which makes people you know people get a lot of value out of that you know i was having a chat with someone who was saying that who mentioned that they had a friend who was you know well, what was happening they said something along the lines of they wanted to replace their breakfast their typical egg and bacon and they went for a vegan versions and it was disgusting and i was just like you're actually probably better off eating the normal eggs exactly. it's like you got to change it up you got to do like a, whether it's a scrambled tofu or you know some kind of sourdough with avocado and broccoli sprouts or whatever oatmeal or a smoothie like there's so many healthy vegan breakfast options you don't need to go for these you know these vegan bacon and all this kind of stuff it's just, for me it's like i understand why they're doing it. i get it but 
for the long term if you want if you want to do this even beyond january and actually you know be healthy and thrive i just don't see where the value long term in these foods is I really hope you enjoyed that conversation and I hope there's at least one thing that you can take away and apply to your own life or to the lives of your animals. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and if you feel inspired, please do share with your friends and family. My goal is to inspire as many people as I can to live their best lives, to stay curious and to raise their consciousness and that of the collective. So to do this, I need to reach as many people as possible, and this needs your help. If you feel drawn, would you be willing to share your favourite episode with five different people? This helps us spread the word and also helps me encourage some exciting new guests to take part in this podcast. If you feel drawn to do that, I will be very, very grateful. All the links and discount codes where applicable for all the products that I support are on my two websites, katherineedwards.life and katherineedwardsacademy.com. All of the products are personally tried and tested by me, my family and my clients. And finally, please do press the follow or subscribe button, depending which platform you're listening on. And above all, stay curious and stay free.